to The Outright Effect, a podcast in which unique perspectives challenge us to be better versions of ourselves. We're two ambitious women who talk about how we like to stretch our creativity and work on self-growth to become better people. I'm Tempsey. And I'm Shelly. Today in our episode, we're going to be talking about the concept of work-life balance. Maybe work-life balance is perhaps an old term at this point. Not sure. It's just something that I've been hearing, you know, comments about recently. And yeah, I mean, overall, I think this is a good topic to get into. I feel like lately I've been seeing a lot of articles about like burnout, people wanting to do something different, like really taking into consideration how work and life kind of like integrate and intertwine with each other, especially since, you know, a lot of people have been working remotely and maybe have been having challenges around finding like where to draw the line between those two things. Uh, but also like personal preferences, right? On like what we like to see, what we would like in an ideal world, what we would like to see how those two things come together. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So, you know, when you think about work-life balance, to be honest with you, Shelly, I never pictured some sort of image of what work-life balance really looked like. But if you do think about it, it's kind of like a scale where there are two sides, right? You have your work life on the left side, or sorry, your work on the left side, and you have your life on the right side. And uh, they're supposed to like be equal. You're supposed to spend equal time at both. And I never really thought of it like that. I always thought to myself, it just means you're, you have to find a way to make time for both. I don't know. I never thought it had to be equal, but I think the term definitely suggests that, right? And so that's why folks are kind of, we've been reading articles. I read a book and it talked about it. A lot of things have come up about this. And so we just thought it'd be interesting to talk about, is it really an equal balance or is there, are there times when you have to spend more time on one than the other? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And So, you know, one of the reasons why we thought it would be good to talk about, and this actually came up recently where I heard people saying that the image that you were just describing, Tempsey, about like kind of a scale and, you know, work being on one side, life being on the other, and that them having to be equal, the comment I heard is like, like, that was the imagery that I think was kind of being put out there for the past while several years maybe more i'm not sure you know when this term actually started but that that is maybe an old way of thinking about those things and maybe you know that imagery was putting pressure on people feeling like they needed to draw the line somewhere and i have to be like nope this is my work life balance you know like really (laughs) like putting our foot down and so um I don't, I don't really know, like, what is a new term or do it, does it need a term, you know? (laughs) And so that's kind of what we thought we might like dive into a little bit more today. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the new terms that have come up in our, you know, after we heard about some of these things, we started to dig into it a little bit more. And some of the new terms that we've been hearing is like work-life integration, right? So what does that mean? (laughs) Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, that means that you are, I don't know, if I were to take a literal understanding of it, it's like maybe they overlap and you 
are sometimes doing home life things during work and sometimes you're doing work things you know during times when people would normally be just strictly doing family things i'm not sure but it's kind of like a more intertwining visualization i have of of work life whatever sure <laughs> what, do you, what do you think yeah and so you know kind of like taking a step back on like the you know my concept on work life balance or you know i think I think at the time when I, and when I heard about work-life balance, that was the only term people were using. Like it was like work-life balance, work-life balance. People weren't really calling it anything else. I think you know, like back when the the term was new to me. And I think like I was kind of aware of like what that kind of meant, but I didn't think like I felt it. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't oh, yeah. like, oh, I I need that. You know, like that's not something that I thought I needed. Like back when I was hearing about it, maybe like I don't know. I guess I'm gonna if I had to guess when I heard heard of this 10 ish years ago, right? Like work life balance. I was kind of like, okay, like, yeah, people need to be able to like get both of their things in to their day or their life. But I wasn't really like thinking I, I, I needed that. Like, I wasn't like, I, I don't feel torn right now. You know, I don't feel torn about like too much work or too much or needing more time for my life. Like I didn't feel that I was kind of like, work. I'm just working, you know, I'm working and I have time for friends and I think I'm good, whatever. And so, you know, I would agree that I think for me personally, when I think about like whether like to me, it doesn't I don't really care what people are calling it. Like it's not making an impact to me, the words that are being used to describe work life balance, work life integration, you know, work life, whatever. Um, but I think I go back to like the ideal day. I think that's kind of where I think of work life balance. You know, like, what would I want to spend my day doing? And, you know, work has to be in there. You've got to get paid. And <laughs> life stuff has to be in there because you got to eat and whatever else, right? So I think that's kind of my concept of work-life balance, work-life integration, work-life, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, no doubt that when I was younger, I don't even think this work-life balance concept would was even a thing when I first started working. But as I continued down my career, this definitely came into play. And I, I, I agree with you. I don't think I applied it in any way, shape or form or felt like I needed to do anything about it because for me, I didn't have a family yet. It's when I had a family that I was like, oh no, like <laughs> this, the family piece it needs more from me than I'm currently giving it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I had never had that before. And so it was like this thing of okay, well, I have a lot of work to do and I, I feel the need to spend a lot of time at work, but there's also this family that needs me and wants my time as well. And for me, it was, it all be, all of a sudden became very clear why it was important and why it was even a thing. Mm -hmm. And so work, you know, I agree with you, like, Splitting hair is about what it's called. It really doesn't matter. But I do think it's interesting, the new terms that have come up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's work-life integration, which I, I can only assume what that means. Um, we did read an article on it, but it's like essentially, you know, some people work to live and some people live to work, you know, and that's either both are okay. Right. And right. it's just how, what you it's decide. Personal preference. Exactly. It's just what you decide to spend more of your time on. But then there's also this like work-life Jenga. And I think it's it's kind of, this came from Stacey Abrams. She um, 
she wrote leading from the outside it's a great great book for for anybody to read it's really amazing but um i heard this term and it was like some you know you pull things from the bottom to the top and you know what you focus on ends up taking away from other things that are at the bottom so you, you just have to keep changing it around but and i think that's similar to the four burner theory which is another one that i saw and that's from james clear who wrote atomic habits and the four burner theory is essentially you have these four burners that represent portions of your life and you can't have all four burners on at full capacity Right. And so you have to say, OK, right now my family needs me more than work needs me and, and more than my friends need me. So I'm going to turn my my family burner way up right now and kind of, you know, turn down my my other two or three burners so that I can focus on my family. And then as things move on, if your family's doing good and you're in a good place, then you might have to turn up your work burner, you know. So it's kind of that balance and not an equal balance, just a balancing act, I guess, is a way to put it of where you focus mm -hmm. your attention. So yeah. I, I agree with you. I don't care what it's called, but, but I do like the four burner theory in terms of how you apply, you know, your attention, how, where you focus your attention. I do like that because it, for me, the visual of it makes a lot of sense. And so I don't know, I think that resonates with me the most. Yeah, and you know what's funny? <laughs> I'm guessing that the four burner theory is something that you can visualize easiest because of your cooking background. <laughs> Maybe. <Honestly. laughs> you know, you're like, you can't cook everything on high at the same time. Right. You know, like you got to turn some stuff down, like, or else it's going to burn. You're going to burn it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's funny too because when you like look at recipes and they're like, oh, put it on medium high. And I'm like, Somebody who doesn't cook very often, they might take that super literally. <laughs> and you kind of, it's kind of a feeling. It's not an exact science because everybody's burner run, run differently. Runs differently, yes. yes. Yeah. Like the oven, the, the stove is just hotter with some brands than others or the model or whatever, or if you're using gas or electric. And same thing exactly. with like the microwave, right? They're like, put it in for about like when, I think the best example is popcorn popping in your microwave. But it's like... <laughs> set it to this and it's but it's like everyone's microwave is different so i don't know just listen to the popping right like you know, yes but. exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. but yeah i always find it interesting i'm like i hope somebody just uses their their feelings instead of just following this exactly because it's they're gonna burn something but anyways i digress so we wanted to talk about also like throughout our career our careers like at what point did we realize this was a thing in our lives and some concepts around that like now are there any triggers that make you think about how this plays into your life so when did you start picking up on this concept Shelly so you know, I'm, I'm really going to say here that I'm going to raise my hand and say that I'm not sure I feel like I not that I don't need work-life balance, but it hasn't been like, you know, where you were saying when you became a parent is when you were like, oh yeah, work-life balance need it. That's a thing, right? Like I haven't had an event that came up that was like, yep, need work-life balance because to some degree, I still feel like I'm able to do the things, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I think that um, I'm not saying that I never feel rushed you know, because sometimes I do feel rushed, but I'm not going to get out of work any earlier. You know, it's like at a reasonable time, I'm not working until like 10 o'clock at night. 
you know, so if we're, if we're saying it from like a time standpoint, when work starts, ends, how many hours I'm putting in, I should have that balance. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I I think there's also something to be said about all of the, the extracurriculars that you, all the endeavors that you go into. Right. Right. So, so that's where, that's, that's actually where I was going, where, you know, in, in that sense, like I, because I think in my mind, when people talk about the balance between the two, it's, it's traditionally what you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. It's like hours in the office versus family time. Right. Right. And for me, it's like hours in the office versus working on entrepreneurial stuff. (laughs) Right. Like that's kind of where the balance becomes challenging because there is a priority, right? There is a priority, which is my day job. Mm-hmm. Right. There are like expectations, responsibilities that I have for that. And then figuring out when we're going to do the podcast, I'm going to record videos for YouTube. I'm going to schedule stuff for my YouTube, social media, make reels. Like that's where I feel like I have a hard time finding the time to do that. But it's not really because like, other personal obligations are taking over that space. Right. It's just that it's like my day job is draining my brain. So then later on when I'm trying to make a real, I'm like, Oh my God. Or like, I already look like a mess because I was in the office for nine hours today. You know, (laughs) Um, that that's where they're like, I like the balance is kind of like, huh. But I feel like when I'm, I feel like that's kind of slightly different. Because then that's like, it's like work, work balance, (laughs) work and side hustle balance. Well, there are some similarities though, because, Mm -hmm. you know, there are some task driven aspects to having a family, but there's also the concept of your energy, right? Which is what you just mentioned. If you spend all of your energy on work stuff, and then when you get to like your entrepreneurial items, your creativity might be stifled a little bit because all of your energy was spent in work. And one of the things, you know, in terms of home life with like a family and trying to balance that is your energy in spending good quality focused time with them. Right. Mm -hmm. And if all of your energy is taken at work, being able to be creative in spending time with your family, like doing crafts or (laughs) playing a game or doing something engaging and being truly present in that moment actually takes a lot of energy and effort after work. So it's not necessarily just about like the task driven things. It's also about creativity with your family and with making meals and with spending time together and actually being present and not having to or trying to make yourself not focus on the things at work that might be stressing you out. So there are there are there is big differences, but there's also some similarities there. Right. In terms of energy. Right. And I think for me, where I start to, I feel like this balance between work and life is kind of more like, this is going to sound weird to some people. So like, let me just set you straight. Um, I like, cause the way that I'm going to say it is going to sound like something totally different and Tempsey, you will totally get it when I, when it comes out of my mouth. So I feel like the work versus life is something that I am more so like future planning. And that's where people are going to be like, what? Because I have (laughs) aging parents. That's where, you know, that's where I'm trying to future plan the work and the life balance because Mm -hmm. I have aging parents. And at some point, I'm going to have to split my time between 
helping them go to the grocery store or something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, right. going to doctor's appointments. I may have to drive them to do that. So that's where I kind of like right now I'm trying to figure out what that might look like and how I can adjust work to accommodate for those kinds of things. I feel like a lot of other people's brains went in a totally different direction, not with parents. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, I'm just going to throw <laughs> that out there. No, but it's funny because you thinking about that is is like thinking 20 steps ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, well, I mean, we talked about that before, right? Like, yeah. And I think the reason why I think about that is because I, I was very aware of the age different of my parents versus the age different of my friend's parents from a very young age. Right. Like yeah. I could tell this, you know, from not the beginning, obviously, because there's only so much like a three year old's aware of. But, <laughs> you know, when I was like in high school or something, I was kind of already like, OK, I'm in high school. My parents are about this old. OK, when I graduate from college, you're going to be about this old. Hold up. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> and so I think like, you know, it's not that I was thinking about how this might play out. This is more of a recent plan that I've been, you know, really thinking through as I'm like, yeah, this is becoming more of a reality. But the awareness was, you know, quite a while ago. It's funny yeah. that you say that, though, because I was the total opposite. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom was the young one of all the parents because she had mm -hmm. me when she was 19. And so I, I can kind of relate to you in the sense that I was very aware of how young my parents were compared to those around me. But even recently, I'm glad that we had this conversation because I've kind of been thinking about it, but not to the extent as you. But my parents, even though they're not, you know, as old as some of, you know, my people of the same age as me, they're not as old as their parents. But there have been some health issues that have come up and I'm like, man, I need to be ready to take care, you know, mm -hmm. because I'm the yeah. only one I'm, you know, on one side of my family, I'm the only one who would have the, what's needed to take mm -hmm. care. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. Oh man, you're bringing up some things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, like basically, you know, where does this come from? Right. I take a look at like how old were my grandparents when they started to need help. Right. So for me, versus my parents, that's in the next 10 years. And if I'm going to be in my mid 40s, I can't retire. Then. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm still gonna have to work. And so right. how am I going to balance like those two things? Um, and, you know, I will honestly say, though, that a part of me, sorry, I know this is kind of going in a different direction than just like where I like balance. But like, <laughs> you know, I like part of me is kind of like, okay, well, at least I'm like, going to be around my 40s, maybe early 50s when I may need to be more involved. Because like, when I look at my parents versus my grandma, who's still around, like, do would I want to be like, carting around people driving them everywhere, like having to spend so much energy when I'm like 70. Like, I don't know if I'm going to have the energy to do that when I'm 70, <laughs> you know, right. which is what my parents are doing for my grandma. <laughs> right. And so yeah, okay, yeah, I'll take it when I'm 40. I probably will still have energy and maybe working out still regularly, you know, like I, I carry Costco shopping, right. So you know, that that's some of the things that like cross my mind. And you know, where I'm trying to plan to have to figure out the balance because, you know, doctors are only, you know, office hours are Monday through Friday during the daytime when work happens and right. um, yeah, figuring out how that works. I mean, you know, fingers crossed that my parents can hold out for as long as possible, but <laughs> um, it is going to be a reality at some point. Right. So right. anyways, 
yes. Well, what do you think then are like, maybe it's not work-life balance, but let's call it work-work balance, right? Where you're trying mm -hmm. to build a life for yourself where you might have the opportunity to do those things for your parents because maybe at some point right. you have your business, mm -hmm. right? Yes, so, exactly. So what are the, some triggers that might make you think about how this plays into your life? So right now you have a, a full-time job and you're working on building a business on the side. And so yeah. what what triggers make you feel like life is out of balance or isn't where you want it to be? Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely where I think about like what is in place as far as like the structure of like a business and like things that need to be done, like taxes, blah, 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 like that <laughs> kind of stuff, you know, like right now it's not something that I super have to worry about because, you know, the build, the business is still building. I'm not like generating an income from it. So I'm like, right. okay, but I know it has to be a thing, but then it's kind of like the trigger is like when I notice me not getting things done. Right. right? So kind of like, what do I do to correct that, be aware of that is sort of like making that like shorten action item list that I can tackle, like a reasonable list that I can do, like writing down a list of all the things that I may be aware of need to actually get done, right? And yeah. kind of like putting it all down, figuring out how I'm going to attack it. So like one thing Tempsey and I were talking about was I get hung up on knowing that an accountant, some kind of accounting thing needs to be done, taxes, blah, 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 like that kind of stuff. And where I know that there is a structure, like probably clearly defined, right, from having like worked at places, gone to school, you know, like learning, learning about like something there exists, right? But then not mm -hmm. like knowing what the actual things are. Like sometimes I get a little bit hung up on that because I'm like, there is a playbook for this somewhere. Where is the book? somebody please give it to me right because i'm not going to be like all like willy-nilly on this stuff that i know has a lot of structure with it right because then i'm going to get in i'm going to dig myself a hole right i'm going to like do right. something wrong or like put myself in an unfavorable situation where i need to like correct it later on and nobody wants to do that i like to like not that it has to be perfect the first time but you don't want the errors to like snowball into something huge and unmanageable right, right. so that's kind of you know what i notice that I'm doing and like helping myself along with dealing with that. Um, so your but, trigger is that you, you know, you're not getting things done that you need to get done. You start yep. to feel that. Right. Yep. And then the action then is you notice it and then you do something about it. Right. Whether it be an action item list or like finding resources like on Yelp, like accountants on Yelp or something. I don't know, you know, like however you find them. <laughs> right. And, but yeah, doing something about it. So I'm like, okay, it's done. It's good. Wrapped up. Move on to the next thing. Um, and then, you know, sort of creating that like work, work balance <laughs> as we're calling it for me. Um, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what, what about you? How so do you pick up? Are there any triggers for you? So for me, I've noticed just recently that, well, I've noticed for a long time that I have a hard time being present in, in a lot of things. I'm always thinking about a million different things, but never like, not never, but it, it's hard for me to focus on one thing and then like get it completely done. So what, what I've been noticing is if I am like kind of numbing myself with maybe Netflix or YouTube um, I've noticed that once I start doing that, it starts to compound itself. 
And I start to notice, I, at first I wasn't noticing it, right? So it was just happening and happening. And then all of a sudden I would get this like full on anxiety about not getting enough done and it would just compound itself. So then I was like, okay, wait a minute. This must be a trigger for me. Note, when I start noticing that I'm watching YouTube or Netflix more than more than usual, which trust me, I'm not on it all day. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I rarely, in my normal life, I'm rarely on those things. So if I start to see it happening more and more, I know something's going on. Something's out of balance. I'm not focusing on my, my either myself or I'm behind on like my family things that I need to get done or I'm behind on spending time with my family, like I'm disconnecting myself in some way, shape or form, and it starts to grow and grow and grow. So then those are the things that I notice. And so I'm like, okay, wait, I've started to recently say, okay, wait, why am I feeling the need to disconnect right now? What's going mm -hmm. on? And I start to investigate and I think, and I think, and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling this way because X, Y, and Z are things that I really don't wanna do, but I know I absolutely have to get them done. So you know what? Let me just do them right now. Yeah. Just like, don't flight, <laughs> just do it, you know? And that's been helping a lot in, in terms of like relieving anxiety and not that disconnect to compound. I just focus on either the thing that it's like, I don't know, it's like parenting a teenager, like my teenage self, you know? Get yeah. off Netflix and do what you need to do, Nancy. Like, come on. So <laughs> that's kind of what it is for me. But once I, I do it, I feel so much better. Or I'll like meditate a little bit. So and then I'll think about the the hard thing that I need to do. And I'll think about the first step of it. And like that step is not that hard. Let me just do that. That one step, like just opening up the website or whatever the case might, dialing the number if I have to make a phone call. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah. when I do that, I then go to the next step and I go to the next step and then I'm like, this is not hard at all. What, what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And but, sometimes taking the first step is like kind of ripping the bandaid off, right? Like getting, getting there, getting it done. And I think that can be, depending on what it is, sometimes the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. And then you feel so much better after, you know what I right. mean? Mm -hmm. Sometimes too, if it's like, I'm disconnecting from, um, I'm disconnecting from family unintentionally, I'll turn all devices off and I'll play a game with my son. Like we got some board games recently for his birthday and he loves them. They're like age appropriate. And he's, he's like learning stuff and we're having a lot of fun together or like, I'll do a craft from him, uh, craft with him we get like these free crafts from the library. And so I'll be like, hey, let's all sit down and do this craft together. And he'll, you know, and it's like bonding time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, that recenters me and makes me feel like, okay, I, I need to focus more on my family. And then all of a sudden I don't feel the need to pop on YouTube or whatever when I'm, you know, because I'm no longer feeling that way. Yep. Yeah. Totally get it. That's so great. I, I feel like it's really good to explore those things. Like that, th if you get anxiety or if you are feeling behind on certain things, or if you're numbing yourself with certain things, like dig into it, ask yourself questions, get curious because it can definitely help you to achieve more, be more present with your family or whatever, be more present with whatever is your priority. Right. Yes. Yep. Totally. So what do you think? Like, do you feel like you have the, 
well, for you, like work, work balance that you're looking for? Um, you know, not particularly. I feel like one, one thing that I have been reminding myself to do is also kind of like taking time to myself too, because I don't think it's maybe healthy or feasible to have work, work, and that's it, balance. <laughs> Right. You know, um, I still need to, you know, make sure I'm getting a workout in or like reading a book or doing something that's like fun, relaxing and doesn't require a lot of thinking because I do feel like at the end of the day, I will just be too tired to do anything if I'm just doing work and working on growing a business. Right. So I think that's, you know, a, a reminder, like it's, I guess I feel like I'm maybe sort of like arranging three things, you know, and figuring out also like, what are the priorities with each? I, I recently have been listening to like some podcasts that talk about how people kind of went through this process as they were working a full-time job, building something on the side. And literally people will be like, yeah, that's where my lunch break used to go. I'd like eat and like work on my thing. Or like, if I got to work a little bit early, that's what I was doing. And I'm just like, I get it. Like, you know, I get it, but I'm kind of like, I also kind of just want to eat lunch and do nothing and like stare at the wall, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, because, you know, like this, at the end of the day, I think we're, we're talking about like burnout to some degree here. Right. Yeah. And if I am full on just doing work and full on just doing like a side hustle or whatever, then my brain is going to burn out. And yeah. that's what we don't want to happen. So, you know, no, I don't think that I'm necessarily like, doing the best that I can in any of those things. But I do know that there's going to be a period of time where I do have to just kind of like crank it out a little bit more so that I can set myself up for something later or be a little bit more like mindful and intentional with like planning a schedule out and really like committing to getting these certain things done by a certain time so that I can set myself up for later. Right. And, and yeah. kind of like figuring out like how that works. And so I think, you know, to some degree I am doing that. I don't want to sound like I'm nonstop, nonstop, like period, just working. And that's it. Like, right. you know, that's, that's not what's going on here. Um, but I do feel like I need to be a little bit more realistic with what I can get done. So for example, there were a few days ago where I was off from work and I thought like, yeah, I'm going to film like five videos and do this and do that. And like, also like go out to lunch with my friends and like, blah, blah, blah. And like some of this other stuff. And then like, I, I, I won't say like, it wasn't all for waste, you know, like it wasn't all wasted time. I mm -hmm. obviously did get to do the like fun things that I had planned to do, but then, you know, like other things happen to come up or you realize you're tired because you're out for like three hours and then came back home and thought you were going to like film a YouTube video. Like that's not super realistic to <laughs> expect yeah. to do. So I didn't get all of the things done that I had planned to, but I also wasn't like beating myself up about it. I was like, okay, I still want to film these other two videos. You got to get it done. Pick another weekend. You know, is basically what I was telling myself, you know? Right. And so um, I think that, you know, to some degree, I guess I, if I had to call what I was doing something, I feel like it would be that integration, right? Because it is kind of like layering in some of these other things, finding where it fits and like plugging it in there and like being like, you got to do it. And so, um, yeah, I think, you know, what I would hope to do eventually, like what is my ideal way of practicing this? You know, I would obviously, you know, I, I'm a very like work oriented person. Like I like working, I like getting things done. I like producing something. 
you know, whether that be like, I mean, not tangible. I don't like make stuff to sell, you know, like physical things. But, um, you know, I, I like doing that. But also like recognizing like, you know, I also like to eat healthy because once I eat all this like junk stuff or like, you know, unhealthy foods, like it does impact me physically. You know, I do notice it. I don't feel good. Like I feel sick, not like I have a cold, but like I just like my stomach hurts or whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so like being aware of that, like knowing and that's kind of why, you know, I'm saying sometimes I just want to eat lunch and stare at the wall and do nothing because I know (laughs) that I need to, you know not like rush. I can't just like swing. It's like, I know some people can just like go and grab fast food and eat it every day. And like, it doesn't impact them at all. I'm not trying to do that for myself. Right. Right. And so, yeah, I think figuring out, like, I would say I'm still trying to figure out like, how does this all come together? I think I'm doing an okay job. Right. I think I'm doing an okay job. I'm not doing the best job or the most ideal job. I don't think I could give advice to other people on how to do this every single day. (laughs) But I feel like I'm getting the things done reasonably with like, you know, in a way that I feel like okay with. It's not like the best way to get it done, but I feel okay with what I'm doing right now. Um, Yeah. But I mean, it's like, um, even though it's like seems like three different things it's kind of the same for me, right? I have work, I have the pod and I have, you know, the family side of things, which includes, I would, I would include in that my health, right. And Mm -hmm. self-care and all of those things. And so it's, as you were talking, I was like thinking more about that. And one thing that gets me back to where I need to be is also spending time alone, which we've kind of talked about in the past. I'm one of those people who enjoys time alone, not for, days on days but just like just spending an hour to myself really helps me get rejuvenated for the rest of what my life is requiring of me and when you say like i'm not doing the best job i'm doing what i i'm doing okay i'm thinking to myself like there's only so many hours in the day (laughs) so Mm -hmm. you're just doing what you need to do to cover all of those things the best you can And I think that's the whole point is like, it's all balanced out. You do focus on your health. You have a trainer, you work out, you focus on your, you know, your marriage, you focus on the podcast and, you know, your YouTube channel and you focus on work as well. So I think it is pretty balanced. If you're taking lunch to just chill and focus, I mean, uh, just chill and like eat and look at the wall, (laughs) I think that's because you need it. You need that break from whatever else is going on, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think you are explaining some sort of integration already. Mm. Well, that's good to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, Hmm, but yeah, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, like we all have to figure out what works best for us and that could be different for everybody. Um, yeah. So yeah, for me, I, you know, I think it's the same. Am I balancing it a hundred percent or integrating a hundred percent of the time? No, I think I'm more on the four burner side where I turn things up in the areas of my life that need it. And the other portions, you know, they get kind of set to the side a little bit or, or not as much focus. I, I basically, they get what the bare necessities of me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that if I had to choose one, I would say I'd resonate more with that, but I don't think it's perfect. I think I'm trying to get better at recognizing when things are off balance by recognizing when I'm kind of 
watching YouTube too much or watching Netflix too much and or or really when I'm disconnecting, I'm trying to be better about recognizing that and, and course correcting where necessary. Um, but it's not perfect. Sometimes I just need to watch YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I, I can relate for sure. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? Doom scrolling is the worst because mm. if I get on reels, I'm stuck on there for a while. And all of a sudden it seems like I've come out of this fog and I'm like, Oh crap. What was I doing right now? I was doing mm -hmm. nothing that was serving me. <laughs> and, and I get it. There's time for that. Like mindless scrolling. I totally get it. But Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, Oh geez, what did I just do? I, this was totally unnecessary. <laughs> no, I, 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 I do that as well. So yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we all do it, but I, I really trying to get better at realizing what I'm doing and being like, is this really serving me? Like, nah, let's just move on to something else. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we've talked today in this episode about our thoughts about work-life balance, work-life integration, work-life Jenga, the four burner theory, kind of, you know, talking about like what it means to us, what we kind of feel like we're doing right now. And at the end of the day, I think we all agree that it just depends on what you need and everybody is different. So don't pressure yourself too much to be on an even scale or anything like that. It just depends on what we all need and what's best for us. Um, but let us know your thoughts. If you'd like to, we'd be interested to hear how you feel like about, you know, this whole topic on work-life balance, maybe things that you've been doing um, when you've noticed you needed to find more balance and how you're achieving that. You can email us at theoutrighteffect.gmail.com if you have any comments. But yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of The Outright Effect. You can find us at theoutrighteffect.com. Follow us on our social media accounts on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all at The Outright Effect. And again, feel free to reach out to us by emailing us at theoutrighteffect at gmail.com. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.